Superman. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Enter the Nerd Zone. This is Jay. Pete. Pete, what's going on? Do you have a good holiday? Yeah, how about you? Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, we had to take a week off, guys, so that we could celebrate the holidays. Not because I drank uh, four or five solo cups full of wine. That had nothing to do with it. <laughs> My red solo cup. <laughs> you up. Yeah, I, I know the song. So uh, yeah. <laughs> what about your college years? That's right. My kids know about that. My son does, anyway. At least. Uh, anyway, let's not get off on a tangent. Before no. You, before you even start. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's wait until we get started. Then we'll go off on the tangent. That's right. Exactly. So, what are we talking about today, Jay? So today we are going to talk about the men who have played Superman, and we decided also, why not Lex Luthor? So we're going to be looking at uh, people that have portrayed Superman and Lex Luthor, both on TV and the movies. Uh, We were talking back and forth about which ones we're very familiar with. Of course, Christopher Reeve, Gene Hackman from uh, the original movie, the 78 movie, and and, uh, Superman 2. Uh, we're going to look at uh, Brandon Routh from Return of Superman, uh, along with Kevin Spacey. Uh, we're going to take a look at Tom Welling from Smallville with Michael Rosenbaum, uh, who played a young Lex Luthor there on Smallville. Uh, Dean Cain, who uh, played Superman on The Adventures of Lois and Clark. And for the life of me, I cannot remember who played Lex Luthor on that show. John Shea. There you go. We'll talk about him, too. Uh, Henry Cavill. Of course, from uh, Man of Steel, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, who played Lex Luthor in uh, Dawn of Justice, okay. and the latest Superman, Tyler Hoechlin, who plays Superman uh, on the CW on Supergirl. And from what I hear, I think he's going to be getting his own show. Oh, really? Maybe. Maybe. I'm not quite sure. And this just in, uh, the, the the latest Lex Luthor, so we haven't seen him yet, but uh, Jonathan Cryer. I don't know about that one. He's going to be playing. He's going to be playing Lex Luthor on the CW uh, next season. Oh uh, wow! So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that one, Jonathan. That's still a couple episodes behind on uh, Supergirl, but uh, that's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. All righty. All right. So, but you know, with Superman and Lex Luthor comes uh, Lois Lane. So there's a few nice Lois Lanes in there too that we may throw Absolutely. in there. Absolutely. There. All right. So Jay. Yes, sir. All right, give me. Uh, let's just start somewhere. Start with obviously the 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 best known or most well known Superman is probably Christopher Reeve, right? I would absolutely think that Christopher Reeve is probably the best known Superman. I think he's the one that you compare. Yeah, anybody that's going to wear the, the S on his chest and the red cape, you're comparing him to Christopher Reeve. A- absolutely. Um, I mean, I think hands down out of all the all the guys we just mentioned, I mean, hands down, this this is my Superman. This is to me, this is the best Superman ever. Uh, what do you think? This is your Adam West. <laughs> this is yeah, he's my Adam West. He's not my Chevy Chase. He's he's definitely my Adam West. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do like Christopher Reeve. You know, again, um, I think the issue that happens with Christopher Reeve is that they made those the three movies after the first two. <laughs> Right? Did they make five of them or did they make four of them? I think, let's see, because there's Superman, Superman 2, the third one with Richard Pryor, and then Quest for Peace. So there were two great ones and 
two other ones. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's where like you know the Christopher Reeve Superman legacy gets a little muttered because of uh because of those two movies. But yeah, Christopher Reeve mm-hmm. as Superman. Margot Kidder as Lex Lu- uh, as Lex Luthor. Ooh, as, wow. <laughs> uh, that'd be interesting. As uh, Lois Lane, and then, of course, uh, the great Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's our generation, that's, that's Superman. I mean, I think our generation, that's Superman. But I think, you know, I mean, uh, you know, over on her podcast, Diana and, and her friend Kate actually talked about Superman 78, the first Superman. Uh, this... Th- this is one of her favorite films of all time. She is a huge fan of Superman in the comics, uh, animated series, uh, you know, animated movies on DC. To her, this this is her Superman, uh, and you know, she loved Margot Kidder as Lois Lane. You know, she also liked Gene Hackman too. Um, and her reason is is she feels that he was the epitome of what Superman's supposed to be, which is hopefulness, um, just truth, justice, the American way. And she also says that, and I agree, I think, because when you talk about, you can't just talk about Superman. You got to talk about Clark Kent. And I think he was the best Clark Kent that we have ever seen. I mean, he captured that spirit of Clark Kent. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought that... uh... He's probably a better Clark Kent than Superman, maybe. <laughs> uh, he really does mm-hmm. the, He does the Clark Kent character very does does great justice for that. I mean, I think one of the knocks, like just on Superman in general, no matter who plays him, is I think a lot of people will say, "Well, he's just wearing glasses." You know, come on, how can you not realize it? He's just wearing glasses. If you see that scene in the first movie where. Um, he comes by as Superman. He gives Lois Lane that interview, flies her around and everything. And she comes back and then he shows up at her doorstep two minutes later as Clark Kent. And she's getting ready and she's in the next room and he wants to reveal to her that he's Superman. And he takes the glasses off and stands. I mean, that's when you're like, oh, wow, no wonder nobody realizes he's Superman. I mean, and I, I, I think Christopher Reeve is, 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 as an actor, like it was a big part of that. Like you really saw how you're not going to you're not going to think Clark Kent is Superman. There's just no way. Oh, yeah, I you know, that was always one thing that I was, you know, that's why again, I'm a Batman guy versus a Superman mm-hmm. guy and mm-hmm. that's a whole nother debate and a whole nother podcast. Um I always didn't understand the whole glasses thing either. But I mean, he really does give it that okay, that makes sense type of performance. Yeah, because I think when we look at some of these other guys, uh, you know, and sort of their portrayal as Clark Kent, you know, some do a good job, some <sighs> no, <All> right, <laughs> not so, really. So go for, let's go with that. Like Brandon Roth, right? Is that his mm-hmm. name? Uh, uh, Ralph, 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 whatever it is. <laughs> um, that his his Superman. He gets one movie as Superman, right? Yes, and um, that's supposedly after. That's like a continuation from one of the movies, right? From one of the I, original movies? Yeah, it's supposed to be that he he suspects that there's remnants of Krypton, so he, he basically leaves Earth for about five years and then just suddenly returns. Yeah. Returns. I think his like his Superman was not great. Okay. 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 Um, you know, now he's on Legends of Tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Legends of whatever it's called. Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow, yeah. His character, the way he acts there mm-hmm. on the show 
If you would have done that as Clark Kent in the movie, it'd be a lot better off. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, you know, he's uh, Dr. Ray Palmer, the Adam on DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And he really portrays it like like a Superman. I mean, he has a lot of the qualities. You know, he's very noble. He's he he's kind of the hopeful guy on that team uh, when things are going wrong. You know, he's the one that's really trying to lift everybody up. I think we saw a little bit of that in that movie. I think it was just it was just a god awful the, the the whole concept and and the script and everything. And I don't think he really had a chance to to really kind of shine. And I think you're right. Like if he the way we see him on Legends of Tomorrow, if he brought a lot more of that to the screen, I definitely think he would be better known as as Superman. Okay, yeah, see I think, you know what the problem was with his character, the way he was portrayed. So the story is he's, you know, it's a continuation from Superman 2, after Mm -hmm. Superman 2, right? Yeah. I think they put so much pressure on him to be the next Superman that he never had a chance. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, I mean, that's the thing is, is when you is when you look at it, because. I think what really kind of hurt that movie was, you know, I hate to say it was, I was not a big fan of Kate Bosworth as Lois Lane. Um, Cause you have Margot Kidder who let's face it. She's not the most attractive woman to, to, I mean, she's not, she's not the most attractive woman to portray Lois Lane, but she, she was the spirit of Lois Lane. I mean, she was spunky. She was, you, you know, and considering that that movie was made in 78, you know, <laughs> with, I guess, the way the the thinking back then, um, you know, she was actually a pretty positive female character. You know, she wasn't just some reporter. I mean, she was she was going out there. She was putting her life on the line to get that story. Um, Kate Bosworth. I nah, I just didn't get that. Well, yeah. I, it, she mm-hmm. was the, she was the mom, right? She had the kid, right? All of a sudden, that was supposedly his child in that movie. If Correct. I'm, if I'm getting this mm-hmm. right, um, yeah. I just don't think she was the right fit. I don't think that was the right piece of having the kid. No. Um, don't get me wrong; <laughs> she's a very nice looking lady and stuff like that. And you're right, absolutely. Margaret uh, Margot Kidder in the '70s, where you know it's women's rights and things are still like in that in the air type of thing. She mm-hmm. plays off this character so well, and she's. It's almost like you're watching, no, uh, no uh, pun to the show that we're going to see and talk about in a few minutes. Lois and Clark. It really kind of mm-hmm. was Lois and Clark in the Superman movies. I mean, absolutely, because you know you look at the second movie, the second Superman movie with Christopher Reeve. You know she figures it out. She figures out that he's Superman. Um, you know, and to prove her point, I mean, she's they're in Niagara Falls and she throws herself off the side, you know, because she she knows that Superman is not going to let her is not going to let her die. I mean, she throws herself into the rapids at one point. She's you know, this this is not some girly girly here. I mean, she's <laughs> she's one tough cookie. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's you don't get that from the the Kate Boswell Bosworth, Boswell, Bosworth, mm-hmm. yeah, Bosworth, Boswell, whatever her name is, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, you know, sh- she's this petite thing who has the kid and not really strong. At least I don't, I don't remember seeing it that way. 
No, I really don't remember seeing much out of her um, really at all. I mean, even, you know, even when you see scenes where, you know, apparently, look, she was she was in love with Superman and he just disappears for, for five years. And, you know, his big return is she's on a um, I think it was uh, I don't know if it was like one of these um sort of like uh spaceship things like uh you know commercial flights space flights or things like that they were testing it out yeah. i mean it was something it was something similar to that there's a problem he comes in you know 5 years later he comes in and saves her and you know yeah she's kind of like hey where where you been the last 5 years but then I, I i don't know it's like if it was margot kidder she would be up in his face where the heck were you you know why did you leave me I, I, like she had no spine, like she had no backbone. Or well, no, I like, gotcha, like, yeah. like it wasn't Lois Lane. Yeah. No, it wasn't yeah. Lois Lane. It wasn't uh, uh, comfortable. But all right. So the movie, the second mo- the the movie with our buddy here, um, Brandon. We know mm-hmm. bo- we know bombs, right? It bombs. Oh, the movie was terrible. It, now, was, it was terrible. This movie was made back. When was this movie made? 2000, 2002, 2003? Probably. So so before that, we had a different Superman who kind of taking a different approach, which is the great Dean Cain. One of my partner in crime, fat guys, John loves Dean (laughs) Cain. He had a great interaction with him when we were at uh, Steel City Con, and he'll be there this time around when I go. Um, So what do you think? What what is your uh, opinion on his his portrayal of Superman? Okay, so I used to love watching that show. Um, And what I liked about that show was the focus was really like Superman was kind of secondary in that show. Uh, It was really about the relationship between Lois and Clark, uh, you know, from from the get go. And I, you know, he had a great look. Dean Cain had a great look. You know, he and he kind of also had that very upbeat personality, that very positive personality that you definitely want in a Superman. Um, I think he did a really good job. I think my one sort of, I don't want to say a critique, but I mean, just again, as Clark Kent, I was sort of like, eh, it's Dean Kane wearing a pair of glasses. Like I didn't. I, I didn't get that, you know, Christopher Reeve uh, kind of hunched over and, oh, gosh, gee, Lois. And, you know, he, he he tried to do that and, you know, he did a decent job at it. I mean, I think he did. I think overall, I think he did a very good job. But in that show, I think we have the best looking <laughs> and probably like almost like the epitome of Lois Lane. I mean, Terry Hatcher as Lois Lane. My oh my! <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna talk about Perry White. My fault. Sorry, about that. <laughs> I loved. She's. I love Terry Hatcher, um, and she did do a great job. I mean, she brought back the Margot Kidder version of Lois Lane. Yeah, and she was very easy on the eyes. <laughs> yeah, that definitely helps it. I mean, again, you know, you're going from, you know, the Superman movie. Now, this is the first time since 1950 that they put. Superman on a TV show. Correct. Right. So, you know, it was kind of like, um, how do I say it? it was, they needed to make a splash. And I think she is the splash for the show. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, she captured, I definitely think she captured the spirit 
of Margot Kidder from from the uh, 78 movie franchise. Um, and again, very, very attractive. I mean, I think I think this pairing of Dean Kane and uh, Terry Hatcher is probably the uh, most attractive uh, Superman and, and Lois Lane that we're going to see. I mean, you know, he's he's uh, you know, he's a hunk there. And she was I mean, that's that was a big reason why you, I, I tuned in. Because it was Superman, and I stayed for Terry Hatcher. Right. Yeah, I got you. I understand. That's kind of the same thing I did. Now, this was in like 1993, 4, 5, right? In that range? Yeah, early 90s. Yeah. Uh, first episode was 93. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, before this show, I think, you know, there wasn't a lot of – it was a lot of really bad made – really bad made superhero TV shows – Minus like the Flash, right? Am I missing anything? This kind I mean, of like started bringing it back. Yeah, I think this was. I mean, there was the Flash that was that was ninety, I believe. Yep, which is the, uh, best, the best Flash TV show of all time. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, it had uh, had Mark Hamill as as uh, the trickster. I mean, yeah. that was. Can't one of the best there. TV. Vi- oh no, one of the best TV villains ever. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this this was kind of like starting to bring it back because yeah, this was in the 90s. Uh first episode was 93 and <clears throat> it went on for it actually went on for a while. It went on for a few seasons. Um almost kind of leading into uh another TV version of Superman and an early version of Superman 2001 kicked off Smallville. Smallville now, I'll tell you, I loved Smallville. That's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. But I never mm-hmm. ever, I mean, I did at points, got the, you know, I liked the the, the storylines, everything was good. But the problem with that show is that he never put on the suit. But see, that's the thing is, I don't think he was supposed to put on the suit, you know, and I, I love this show. Now, this show went from 2001 to 2011, believe it or not. Um, ten seasons. I don't think it was meant to do that. I think Smallville was a show that was supposed to go three, maybe four years. It was supposed to be Clark Kent slash Superman, the high school years. Um, you know, really, again, kind of showing like a Clark Kent kind of coming into his powers, coming into his own sort of. And again, you know, referencing the 78 movie when we see, and I believe it's, I actually believe it's Timothy Hutton that plays like a young Clark Kent Superman uh, when he's racing against the train and, and, and all that out there in Smallville. It was supposed to sort of take that and sort of like, well, let's kind of show you, you know, Clark Kent slash Superman in high school. And I, I think they did a good job. Like I wasn't, I wasn't really too upset that they didn't, have him in the suit but then my problem with that show is i think it went on way too long and it was sort of like okay you're still going you're still going he's at a high school now why why aren't you putting him in this it's like they put him in the suit at, at the very end and i'm like okay it's too late now it was it was great those first three or four seasons then you're stretching it out, and then it's like, ah, okay, 10 years later, let's throw him in the suit. <laughs> well, you know what? I think with Smallville, you know, and uh, like you said, it's supposed to be like Superboy as a kid, whatever. And you do get to mm-hmm. see the glimpse of Lana Lang. And this is one of the show, first of the shows that we don't see Lois, like right off the bat. We're kind of getting. No, not till the. 
Yeah, not towards the very end. Yeah, and we kind of get to meet Lois, and she's in like season seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. I, I think the one good thing that Smallville, Smallville, Smallville had done was introduce a lot of the other characters in the Superman world, um, other superheroes per se. Um, but I don't think it did a great job getting Superman. I think it did a great job learning about Clark Kent, but I don't think we got a lot of Superman. Yeah, no, I mean, we didn't. But the thing is, is like I said, I tuned in for that show because I was very interested in seeing that because, you know, again, I mean, this this was a big this was big on Lana Lang, who was Kristen. And I'm going to butcher this last name. Kristen Kirk, 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 she was. Oh, yeah, she was. I was like, well, who's this lowest person? Hang out with Lana a bit. But this this was one of my favorite, not. Not my most favorite, but one of my favorite Lex Luthers, Michael Rosenbaum, as a young Lex Luthor, and I and that's what I loved about this show was because if you go back to the comics all the way back in the fifties, you look at the Golden Age, you know, Superboy and Lex Luthor were friends. They they were friends, and um, you know, kind of the original story was supposed to be Lex Luthor was like, you know what? I'm going to help my buddy Superman or Superboy out. I'm going to find a cure for, for um, kryptonite, or I'm going to rid the world of kryptonite. And the experiment went wrong. He lost his hair and totally blamed Superman. And and that's why they became mortal enemies. And again, that's back in the golden age. I thought this, I thought that's what that was. That was what was great about this show was we we got to see that relationship between a young Clark Kent and a young Lex Luthor. And again, you know, you throw in Kristen Keurig as as Lana Lang, even, you know, and I know she's been in a lot of trouble lately with uh, a cult or whatnot. But Allison Mack is Chloe. I mean, she was a cutie pie, too. But uh, (laughs) yeah, And and not for nothing, his dad was played by one of the Duke boys, John Schneider. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, John Schneider, who talked to my wife on the phone. Reluctantly, by the way. Um, yeah, you know, and then you get the the Lana Lang from the original movie in this as playing Martha Kent, which I thought was great. I can't remember her yes. name. Annette um, O'Toole. Annette mm-hmm. O'Toole, who's also very around in her day. Um, she was. Mm. Yeah, I, again, it has a lot of good points to it. And you're right, the, low, the Lex Luthor... Uh, Clark Kent relationship we we learn you know there's no denying that Gene Hackman's probably the best version of Lex Luthor and Kevin Spacey's probably the worst version of Lex Luthor oh I can think of somebody oh I I can think of somebody worse <laughs> are you thinking Jesse Eisenberg oh god yeah <laughs> really I actually I don't have a problem with him okay when when I saw Dawn of Justice, the first time I saw it, I said, "Okay, wow, they're taking a really unique spin here with Lex Luthor," and I and I kind of liked it. Second, third, fourth viewing, I was just like, eh, "This guy's a nut job." For, forget it. I just I I I liked it off the bat. My my gut reaction was, I kind of like this different direction. Then I watched it a few more times, and I was like, "Nah, I'm just not digging it." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's worse than Kevin Spacey. I think he's worse than Kevin Spacey. I actually didn't mind Kevin Spacey because I, I felt Kevin Spacey took what Gene Hackman did. And again, you know, just like we said, Christopher, I mean, for me, just like I would say Christopher Reeve is who 
I kind of reference every Superman against. Gene Hackman is who I reference every Lex Luthor against. And I mean, I think Kevin Spacey did a decent job. Uh, again, I think the big I think the big problem with that with with that movie was it was it was just a god awful movie. And you, you know, I think that really kind of tarnishes his performance. You know, even even Brandon Routh's performance. I mean, it really kind of tarnishes their performance. Uh, all right, I get it. I understand. <laughs> you know, with the Lex, same with the Lex Luthor. Now, John Shea, who was on the Lois and Clark, um, mm-hmm. he dated Lex. He dates. He dates Lois Lane. He. But the one thing about him that is kind of like sticks out there is he never loses his hair. Exactly. He he keeps that thick head of hair, and he actually I remember he he died in that. Like he, I forget what season it was like third or fourth season. Maybe he actually sacrifices himself to save uh, Lois. And I was like, okay, wow. That's like his greatest enemy ever. And we're killing him off. Like that was pretty unique. Hmm. So do you, so, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to obviously go off on the tangent. That's where we always do. I know. So, you know, do you, You've all, have, we have all these incarnations of Superman. We have all these incarnations of Batman, and then obviously, um, you know, all these other characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I forgot where I was going with this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Yeah, you know, but they also have. You know, there is a Superman that we're missing that we didn't really talk about. And Go ahead. I know it's not. It's not a movie. It's mm-hmm. not a. a t, it's a TV show. But what about Tim Daly as Superman? Uh, the voice of animated Superman, yeah. pretty much. I mean, yeah, again, just just like, you, you know, if you're going to talk Batman, you have to talk Kevin Conroy. You absolutely have to talk uh, Tim Daly because, I mean, he really captures sort of to me. He captures really the spirit of, of Superman with that voice of his. Um, and I used to love I used to love like Superman, the animated series. I thought that was a great series. And yeah, he definitely portrays him very well. Yeah, going back, you know, that both of those shows, the Batman and the Batman, the Adventures of Batman and Robin and then Superman, those cartoons are like my end of my high school life, you know. I remember coming home watching those all the time and I loved them. Oh, I mean they they were great and um you know, yeah, like it tied in with Batman. Um and I'm also trying to look up here real quick who did the voice of I cannot find who did the voice of Lex Luthor because he also oh Clancy Brown he did the voice of Lex Luthor. Um, I will I, say the one thing about these Superman movies of Superman versus Batman, the one thing mm-hmm. I always missed with Superman, and this is why I'm probably more of a Batman fan. Mm-hmm. I never saw as much you know every every week or every you know every series there was like 35 Batman villains where mm-hmm. Superman didn't have as many. Or am I missing something? I mean, yeah. When you look at when you look at Batman the animated series, I mean, you know, Joker is probably the one that stands out. You know, Mark Hamill's performance, uh, and then when they added Harley Quinn, but he he did he had a he had a pretty big rogues gallery. I mean, Superman in the comic books does have a lot more villains, but I I just think he's so closely tied to Lex Luthor. So it was either Lex Luthor was his villain or it was some threat from outer space, you know, uh, uh, alien force invading or, or whatnot. 
Oh yeah, I guess the dark side and uh, mm-hmm. the other Zod was on the sh- on the Smallville show. I don't remember Lois and Clark getting too deep into that, but um, I'm they, not sure. They, they kind of did something because there was there was a season where um, like Kryptonian refugees showed up, and you know, there there was something like that. And the big thing that they made about that was um, he wore the black suit, you know, which was kind of made famous uh, with the death of Superman and the return of Superman in the comics, wearing the black suit. Uh, Dean Cain did wear it at one point, and. Yeah, I mean that was like an okay angle, but um Yeah, I mean you're right. It's you know, he he it's very limited. You know, Batman has a very rich rogues gallery, if you will. Uh you know, I mean, look, I mean we t- we did the Batman 66 talking about all those villains. Um you know, some of them were made up just for the show, but you know, a lot of them were le- legit out of the comic books, but it's really it's like it's Lex Luthor or it's General Zod or, you know, Darkseid and you know some, you know, like uh catastrophic catastrophic event he has to stop like a earthquake or a volcano or something i will say this you know with the superman we don't get a lot, we, obviously we have gotham where i i missed the last few episodes i know he's turning into the batman he's getting that suit and stuff you you mm-hmm. see in like the not the movies per se but like the tv shows you look at smallville it's kind of like the prequel to lois and clark <laughs> It is, and and I think, like I said, I think the big problem was is I think originally they were like, we're we're going to show you Superman in high school, and we'll stop after three or four seasons. It was a hit show. They kept it going. Uh, Kristen Keurig and and Michael Rosenbaum actually left the show, which is when I left the show because I'm like, okay, you're taking away two great characters. Why am I going to watch? Um, you know, and then it was like at that point, it was like, okay, why aren't we turning him into Superman? It's it's kind of uh, silly. I guess the one thing that Smallville does show is his relationship. He's got a really bad relationship with women. Um, mm. but, you know, but <laughs> we see him grow. I guess we get that point, and I and that's yeah. that's great. But I think as a maybe as a, and it, you see this like on um, uh, Riverdale. I guess Riverdale and all these other new shows that they have. You're sure. seeing. Um, what sort of book you're seeing? It's kind of like a mix of 90210 and, and superhero um, to try to get the people in to watch it. Whereas the comic book geeks, like, you know, the brothers in armchairs, you're kind of waiting for this hat to happen where maybe they're not doing it on Smallville. And that's the time. Maybe. I mean, I think, I mean, I think, you know, when, when looking at, you know, like the CW shows, because those are really the big superhero shows on TV now. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, I've really only been watching Supergirl lately. Um, you know, you get the action there. You know, you get the action with Supergirl. You know, she has there's usually every season has a big overall villain. Um, but you also get the personal stuff too, the relationships and watching their characters develop. And I, I mean, I really enjoy it. You know, I, I, I enjoy kind of both looks at it. Like, I, I feel I get a good mix of action and a good mix of like story and character development. Do you think they've learned from these, like the Lois and Clark and the Smallville? Because you see it now, like, um, you know, the original Flash show with um, John Wesley's ship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had that every week bad guy type of thing. Um, and then you had this change with Smallville and these other shows now we're kind of back to seeing um 
the week by week. So it's kind of evolved, right? I mean, we've we've evolved to like having the soap opera superhero to like the the mix of soap opera and fight scene type of thing. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think it's evolved because I think, you know, it's evolved and, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, Stan, Stanley passes away, uh, Bill Maher. And I know a lot of people have talked about this, um, you know, Bill Maher, who, who I just never really liked, you know, kind of says, what's the big deal with Stan Lee? Because comic books are for kids. You know, he's like, yeah, I read comics back, you know, <laughs> whenever the fifties when it, whenever he was around. Um, and I think that's the thing is, you know, comics have really grown because, you know, Diana is a huge comic book fan. She wants to be a comic book writer and you know what she'll tell me, cause I haven't really read comics in, in quite some time is that's what she's seeing. You know, she's seeing a great mix of action, but you know, the core of it is good storytelling and good character development. And I think, you know, maybe years back when we were watching this stuff, you know, comic books were more action, you know, Superman is fighting Lex Luthor and Batman is fighting, you know, whoever the penguin, the Joker, whoever it is. And, you know, that really appealed to us, but I think comic books have matured. And I really think now, they're starting to get it right with a lot of these TV shows, you know, some better than others that they're mixing in that, look, you know, they're, they're heroes. They're going to fight. They're going to have their superpowers, but they're people too. And, you know, they, they have to pay the bills and they have to have relationships. And I think, you know, they're starting to realize that that's kind of the appeal because my wife will watch Supergirl and, you know, she doesn't read comics, you know, but she likes it and she loves the story. She loves the relationships and she loves the characters and she loves to see him fight. So I think they're they're trying to appeal really to everybody to try to put something for everybody in these stories. All right. So we see a, we see a revolution. I'm trying to think of the right words, an evolution mm-hmm. of the TV. Now, what happened in the movies? Because we had we go from a nice, wholesome Christopher Reeve. Superman, mm-hmm. who you know he he battles and whatever else it may be. And he, sure, he gets dirty when he's got to get dirty. And same with uh, Brandon. He his Superman was not horrible. He wasn't a bad guy, whatever. To now our newest version, and I don't necessarily say it's Henry uh, Henry's fault, but it might. It's definitely the writing where he's you know. And John and I talked about this, and mm-hmm. you know how Superman doesn't kill. And what happens in the first movie? Yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, I know some people had an issue with that with him killing General Zod, but I think the way it was done, the way I, you know, the way I took it was, it was almost like General Zod kind of left him no choice there. You know, you look at Dawn of Justice where, you know, again, Batman... You know, in so many iterations, you know, it was, you know, Batman doesn't kill. You know, Batman doesn't carry guns. He doesn't kill. Uh, and and we have um, Ben Affleck driving around, you know, with machine guns on the Batmobile. And he's, he's you know, he's not, oops, I accidentally shot that guy. I mean, he's, he's straight up killing people. Uh, you know, I had a big issue with that. But, you know, Superman, you know, Henry Cavill doing what he did in Man of Steel, I... My gut reaction was, whoa, wait a minute, Superman doesn't do that. But when I watched it a few other times, I was like, Zod really left him no choice there. So, um, 
you know, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was kind of okay with that because it kind of fit the story. Now, does I mean, so now we have super, we have Henry playing Superman in Man of Steel. He's in Dawn of Justice, right? He's in Justice League, and yeah. I don't know if we're getting another one of him, right? He's done. That's is that the truth? Is that the story? That's kind of the story now because Henry Cavill is going to be doing uh, a show on Netflix for The Witcher which is a video game series. Um, you know, he's playing the title role there. It kind of looks like we're done with him. We're done with Ben Affleck. Um, yeah, it, it almost looks like DC is going to try to revamp. And you know what? I mean, that could be a separate podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck is going on with DC? Um, but, That's like two uh, or three podcasts. Oh, absolutely. Um but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we got Man of Steel, we got Dawn of Justice, we got Justice League, and I think that's it for Henry Cavill. And my my whole thing with Henry Cavill is when I first saw it, I was like, wow, you know, he's he looks like a Superman, you know, I mean, like he's cut from granite or something. But and again, you, you know, the, the thing I don't I don't know, I don't know if it's the writing or if it's just his take on it. Again, you know, I got to throw it back to Christopher Reeve. I'm like, where's where's the hopeful Superman? Because from the get-go, I just felt like he was an angry Superman, almost kind of like I, I, I don't know. I was like, even what you know, watching these movies again, I was sort of like, does he really want to be Superman? Does he feel he has to be Superman? I I I just I I I didn't get it you know, if that was his take on it or if that was the writers. And I think it's more the writers than anything. And it's why Henry Cavill is not really one of my favorite Superman, because to me, Superman is supposed to be, you know, when you see Superman, you're filled with hope. Like when he's in this flying in the sky, you're filled with such hope. Like, you know, wow, you know, the day is saved. Here's Superman. Henry Cavill, it's sort of like, uh, is he going to save us or is he going to kill us? Because he looks pretty angry. <laughs> well, while you're on that subject about, you know, does it. he really want to be Superman? I'm mm -hmm. going to give you 10 names of people who who auditioned to be Superman in all these factions of movies and TV shows. Okay. And you tell me if there's somebody that fits better than the others. Sure, okay. Okay, so... For Lois and Clark, you have mm -hmm. Dean Kane, who did obviously a great job. Um, I think so, yeah. One of the other choices were Gerard Christopher. Gerard Christopher. I'm not familiar with him. Was he He was uh, he was um, he was uh, he auditioned he was on uh, Superboy. You remember Superboy? I do remember that show. That's him. He was Superboy. So he auditioned to play Lois and Clark on Lois and Clark. I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, Dean Kane was definitely the better choice. Um, I mean, okay, yep. Now I'm looking. I, I just saw old pictures from uh, the Superboy TV show, and he he definitely had the look. Um, I don't know. I mean, to me, Dean Kane was. I think Dean Kane really captured the essence of Superman. Of Superman. Man, and he. Uh, I, I felt, yeah, I felt he really captured, like Dean Cain captured the essence of Superman. So I think that was great casting. Okay. I mean, not not the strongest Clark Kent, but good enough. And 
I mean, to me, I, I, yeah, I, I think I think it went to the right person there. Okay. Uh, 2006 okay. Super Superman Returns. We have Brandon Roth. Roth. Roth, uh, Roth mm-hmm. whatever. You keep correcting yep. me. That's fine. One, one, <laughs> one of the names for that mo- for to be Superman mm-hmm. was Will Smith. Okay. Now, you know, Will Smith, African-American actor. I have no issue with that. You know, you know, Diana has said that uh, in the comics there, you know, I don't know how many different versions of Earth, kind of like on the CW, how Supergirl is on one Earth and uh, Arrow and, and the Flash are on another Earth and. You know things are different between the Earth, so there, there, there are you know there, there are Earths that do have you know African American Superman. I have no issue with that. I just can't see it being Will Smith. I know nowadays they're throwing around the name Michael B. Jordan. I can kind of see Michael B. Jordan portraying a version of Superman. I don't know Will Smith. I, Listen, too wacky, too, I, like too wacky. You I know? don't have an issue with obviously, you know. I, you know, there's a lot of great African American characters, a lot of great whatever, and there are some that are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Let's you know look at Green Lantern and and other characters of that form. Absolutely. I just don't know if someone like Superman can be changed. I mean, I think you know, I think a lot of people would. I, I mean, there would definitely be a big outcry over it, and you know, I know for. Um, on DC, DC universe, uh, you know, Titans is in season one. They're already talking about season two and introducing Batman and the actor that's going to portray him is possibly going to be Asian American. Okay. I I can kind of see that, but I think, yeah, yeah, but I think if, if you're going to really do a change like that with Superman, I think again, I have no problem with it. It's in the comics, you know, (sighs) I think, yeah, I think there would there would be a big outcry over it. But, you know, with going back to, you know, the Superman Returns, I just, you know, Will Smith's the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, I just can't see him, you know, he's in the Superman suit. I'm just thinking, eh, it's the Fresh Prince. Like, it's just, it's just not going to fit. Well, one of the reasons why he didn't do it is because uh, he did that great movie, The Wild Wild West. Oh well, thank God. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. Oh a, boy. What a POS that was. That anyway, anyway. was not good. <laughs> okay, so for our greatest Superman, who is Christopher Reeve, yes. One of the man, one of the names that was mentioned and uh talked about was Harrison Ford. Wow. Okay, you know, he would have been a he would have been the right age around that time. Uh, you know, playing Han Solo. Wow. That would have been interesting to see, to sort of see his take on it. I think he would have been a little a little edgier than what we see with Christopher Reeve. You know, as much as I love Harrison Ford, I think they made the right choice with Christopher Reeve. I mean, I think he captured in both Clark Kent and Superman. I think he captured the true spirit of, of that character. Listen, it's not fair. I mean, Harrison Ford's already got three great guys. You know, <laughs> he's already got Han Solo. He's got Indiana Jones, and he's got Jack Ryan. You know, Absolutely. Let everybody else. Let somebody else play. Okay, come on. Yeah, seriously, Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think you're right. I think Christopher Reeve. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, honestly. That would be that would have been a better choice in that time frame. 
No, I, I really can't think of anybody. Um, but kind of kind of talking about Christopher Reeve, uh, to me, the latest Superman uh, that we see on the CW right now, he's on Supergirl, uh, you know, the CW show Supergirl, possibly going to get his own, own show as Tyler Hoechlin. I think he really captures that spirit. When I first saw him, I was like, uh, I don't know about this guy, but he's he's got that, you know, golly gee mentality. Um, he's a very hopeful Superman. Uh, I, 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 I like him. I, uh, I, I do like him. I just haven't seen enough of him yet. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think, yes, he is definitely on that Christopher Reeve um you know, goody two shoes. No, Superman, yeah, you yeah. know, um, he's definitely got that that piece to him. I, I think we'll see him again sometime soon. I guess on the crossover, probably. So yes, yeah, so, yes. So we'll see how that goes. You know, I definitely, it, it's not a bad choice. He hasn't done anything wrong yet. How's that sound? <laughs> no, it's, and it's very true. It's it's because we've really only gotten glimpses of him. Uh, I believe it was second season of Supergirl. Uh, you know, he's there. He was there. A little bit towards the end of the first season, um, and he is coming back for the crossover, and he's in the black suit, which a lot of like I'm excited. When I saw him in the black suit, I was like, "Oh boy, well, <laughs> this is th- going to be good." <laughs> here's the thing, and this is this goes for Superman and Batman. Mm-hmm. Those two are probably the most criticized uh, characters to fill the role. You know, finding an actor to fill mm. that role. Um, mm-hmm. You know, am I right? I mean, I think these two guys Absolutely. are probably the toughest to say because they're so iconic. It's like um, Hogan and Ric Flair. It's just there's not um, it's very hard to, like, match them up. You know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Because I think if you, you know, you, you can go to any corner of the earth and you hold up a picture of Superman, you know, comic book version of Superman and Batman you're going to be hard pressed, hard pressed to find somebody who who doesn't know who that is. I mean, they're they are icons, um, and I think because of that, yeah, you're you're right. You know, you you could probably get, you know, and I'm sure after people listen to this, they'll they you know, there's people out there that might say that Christopher Reeve was the worst Superman ever. They're wrong, <laughs> but you know, I, I think because they're such iconic characters, you know, Batman and Superman. That when you discuss, you know, who portrayed them better, you're you're going to hear fifty different arguments, you know, on it because everybody has their personal take. Well, I think the problem, another problem, the thing is mm-hmm. with, with Christopher Reeve. Mm-hmm. It was is nineteen seventy eight, okay, yeah. and the comic book world has changed so much. You know, now it's it's hard mm-hmm. to like. You're not going to make everybody happy. You oh know, no! Where Christopher Reeve's Superman, kind of like Adam West's Super uh, Batman, was kind of mm-hmm. like, it's you know, I'm just putting out this great character on on the screen, and everybody's like, "Ooh, Superman!" You know, it's like it's a miracle. There's a Superman movie or something. Where, mm-hmm. where now is if you don't get every piece right, you're you lost that. You know, you you're losing somebody. Oh, I mean, you know, you you look at. Uh when Henry Cavill came out as Superman, 
you know, there was the big, uh, you know, why is he wearing the uh, underwear on the outside of the costume there? You know, what's what's going on with that? You know, I mean, y- you had people really nitpicking every little inch where, yeah, in 78, I was just like, oh, my God, there's a Superman movie, you know, and, and I wasn't. Like, well, you know, I don't know if that's the right shade of blue for the costume or this or that. I mean, it was just like you said, it was just amazing to see Superman on the screen where now when they're putting up superhero movies, you know, people are critiquing, you know, every second of the movie and finding, you know, well, that's not exactly like the comic or the costume isn't exactly like that. Yeah, it's yeah. Come on. It's stories. It's (laughs) enjoy it. Right. No, exactly. And I think now it's kind of, you know, so, you know, again, going back to Christian for Reeve and going into Batman, mm-hmm. and, you know, the Christopher Reeve, is, I think it's harder to find a Superman than it is a Batman. Because you look at the Batman character, all the people that play Batman, there's like little pieces that are everybody is really good. Where Superman, where Christopher Reeve does it all perfectly. Mm-hmm. So you know mm-hmm. that anybody that's going to go forward playing Superman is going to get more criticized because the level is so high for Christopher Reeve. I think so because I think you know, ben, ben, I mean, it it kind of looks like Ben Affleck is going to be out as Batman, and and the next person who takes over that role, you, you know, it's like whoever takes over Superman is going to get compared to Christopher Reeve. Uh, whoever takes over as Batman. It's sort of like, well, let's see what they do with the role. Like, exactly. you're not going to say, let's compare him to Adam West. Let's compare him to Michael Keaton. You know, it's sort of like, well, let's see what they do with it. Are they going to Are they going to do Batman right? But anybody that puts the S on their chest, it's like, okay, we're comparing you to Christopher Reeve, pretty much. Right. I think, and I think most people w- would do that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's playing that Superman character is, rather than learning is. It's impossible as sheer Christopher Reeve, or it could be the writing. I think Cavell has Cavelli, Cavell. I can never mm-hmm. get, the, you know, him and uh, Jim Cavelli guy. I always get their names screwed up. <laughs> the people that listen to this podcast are like, this guy's a moron. Uh, but that's all right, because I am. Uh, so it's, so yeah, I think it's, you know, Superman, it's hard to, it's hard to be. And I think this guy who's doing the TV show, has a tough, you know, a tough act to follow. Now I think um, if they do it right, he may be better than Dean Cain, and you know, Tom Welling really didn't ever get to Superman, to be honest yeah. with you. So we'll see. We'll no. see how that goes. So uh, again, mm-hmm. no, you're gonna go first. Oh no, I was just gonna say, you know, we've been talking a lot about Superman. We talked a lot about Lois Lane. Let's let's not forget the Lex Luthers. Um, you know, Gene Hackman. Uh, you know, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, Michael Rosenbaum are the ones that like come to mind for me. Um, do you think, you know, like, like how we said with Superman, whoever kind of puts the, puts the S on their chest is getting compared to Christopher Reeve. Do you think whoever is going to take over as Lex Luthor is going to get compared to Gene Hackman? Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. I, you know, that's the thing. Gene Hackman, uh, you know, even though he had his hair uh, in most of it, but he really does play that role really well. See, that's the thing. Um, and I was going to mention that, talk to you about this uh, during the podcast. It's mm-hmm. hard to find that perfect matchup. You know, I think, you know, Michael Keaton was great Batman, but you had a great Joker in in 
uh, Nick Jack Nichols. Jack Nichols. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here Absolutely. you have a great Superman and a great Lex Luthor. Oh yeah. And going forward, trying to make that combination is going to be very hard. Uh, they have very mm-hmm. two big shoes to fill. Yeah, absolutely. Like I really don't envy you know whoever is gonna you know on on the big screen whoever's gonna play those characters next. I don't envy them at all because yeah, you you really do have big shoes to fill. Um, it is a shame like, that uh, Michael yeah. Reis- mm-hmm. Rosenbaum wasn't picked to do this these movies because I thought he was the closest thing to Gene Hackman. I yeah I and I think so too and I like I said I as much as I love Gene Hackman you know I and I think he did an amazing job you know Michael Rosenbaum on Smallville I really would have loved to have seen you, you know him maybe you know in um, Dawn of Justice sort of you know as this you know because he, he he's you know obviously he's older now. Um, but you know they went in a different direction. They went with a much younger Lex Luthor, and <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they were trying to do with that character, but I, I think he would have done a great job as as Lex Luthor. So, would you say Jesse Eisenberg's five, Spacey's four, John Shay is three, ba- uh, Rosenbaum is two, and Gene Hackman's one? I think that's pretty fair to say. Yeah, and you know, for for the Adventures of Lois and Clark, I mean. To be honest, I remember Dean Kane and I really remember Terry Hatcher. <laughs> well, you remember you remember uh, Eisenberg as being not good, right? You, I, mean, I mean, it's just I didn't I just didn't like like I said, I think that initial viewing I was like, wow, they're really going in a different direction. I kind of like this. But then second or third time, I was just like, this is stupid. <laughs> well, how's John Cryer going to fare? And that's the thing is, I just, I can't, because he's never, I mean, Lex Luthor is, is a, is a strong character. Yeah. You know, he's, you know, okay. You look at Gene Hackman and, you know, yes, he was funny in that. He was funny, you know, in his, his dealings with Otis and Miss Tessmacher, but he still had like, uh, strength behind him. Um, you know, even Kevin Spacey, who who got a little kind of screamy and yelly in that and, you know, ranting a bit, you know, he still has like strength of character. I mean, Jonathan Cryer, I mean, that's that's Ducky from Pretty in Pink. Like, I, I just I don't I don't get it. I yeah. don't get why they would cast him. It's, hard, more, it's, a, it's a hard cast. I mean, it is between that between playing Ducky and being uh, uh, on Two and a Half Men. He was mm-hmm. like kind of like the dorky guy. It's gonna be yeah. a hard. It's gonna be a hard sell. Um, and the only reason why I like Jesse Eisenberg because he's from East Brunswick, by the way. But, Absolutely. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah, I think, I think unlike the Batman Joker combo, I think this one's really, really hard because I don't think any of the. Jo- you can't say okay, I got Christopher Reeve as not Christopher Reeve. Let's just say, um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Let's pick the other one, uh, Dean Kane. Would mm-hmm. be a good combination with Michael Rosenbaum. I don't think there's no perfect match other than Christopher Reeve and Gene Hackman. I don't know what's going to move forward with DC, but I think it's mm-hmm. going to be very hard. And I'm that's the only pre- piece of like the Supergirl uh, Arrowverse world that I'm worried about is John Cryer. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can think of is, you know, when he went in and auditioned, he must have really blown them away. Um because not for nothing, you know, you, you look at the Superman 
on the CW now, Tyler Hoagland. I, I never heard of this guy until he he showed up in the first the end of the first season of Supergirl. You know why not get an unknown actor to play Lex Luthor? Um, you know, I mean, Jonathan Cryer's kind of he's kind of a big name, but again, the stuff that he's done, I'm just like, why, why would you want this guy as Lex Luthor? Yeah, I think you need someone that's not so big. I, these shows are that's the purpose of like all mm-hmm. of these shows. Really, all you know, the uh, Grant Gusterson and you know Michelle, uh, what's her name? Uh, Supergirl. Oh, uh, oh, Melissa Benoist. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a lot of these these characters were like, you know, okay, yeah, they were on Glee or whatever else. They're not like the big name. I think that's what that's why a reason I think DC is more successful on TV because they have all these no name people playing these no name characters. I mean, playing these mm-hmm. legendary characters and, and doing a really good job. Uh, you know, you, you look across all the shows. Yeah, you don't really have big name actors there or you have some actors where, you know, you see them. um, I'm thinking back to Legends when, you know, Victor Garber was on there, you know, and he was uh, Professor Stein. You know, he's he's not like a huge actor, but like you would see him like, oh, I've seen that guy and stuff like he's kind of known. But yeah, I mean, they don't really have big known actors, but they're taking on these big iconic roles and they're they're doing a pretty good job with it. But then when I saw that, I was just like, what what are they doing? I, I, I don't understand unless, like I said, when he auditioned, he must have done something that blown, you know, that really blew the producers away. Well, we'll, we'll wait and see. All right. So let me give you two more Superman issues, characters. To talk about really fast. Okay, so sure. one one Superman that we're missing that was probably on the same level, uh, maybe a little bit below uh, the Christopher Reeve, is mm-hmm. George Reeves, who mm-hmm. played Superman in the 50s tyrios, uh, TV series, um, yeah. which I know you don't know much about it. If you, you haven't no. seen that, I won't talk about it a lot. Um, it is that core, it is the Adam West version of Superman. But it's very well played. Unfortunately, George Reeves, who died mysteriously, uh, he was shot. Which, if you want to see a movie, see Hollywood Land with uh, Ben Affleck. The story of George Reeves, fantastic. I think that's one of the other Superman that really, you know, TV wise was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. The other Superman I just throw at you is yeah, we had uh, almost Nicolas Cage as Superman. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know a lot about it. I know he's going to be the, it was supposed to be the return of Superman. It was, yeah. a, it was a Kevin Smith written project. Um, how do you think he would have fared? <laughs> I just, I, oof, I, I just can't see it. And I mean, I think if you go online, it's hard to find, but they do have some of like the test screens that they did. Like you see him in, in the costume. And that was the thing. It was, you know, you you, you kind of look at the costumes now that they do. What the Nick Cage movie would have been would have been sort of like the way they're doing sort of the superhero costumes now with that more kind of like rubbery look, like almost like a body armor kind of look to it. Like Shazam? Yeah, or, or kind of like the way Superman's costume is, you know, in the last couple of films. Um, you know, it's sort of like this body armor kind of you know kevlar kind of look to it yeah it's got that uh, medieval look to it 
Yeah, a bit. And then when you see him in the test screenings, and I don't know if this is what they were going to do. I mean, he's got his long hair, and I, I don't know. It's it's just too weird. It's it's like again, it's like that Jesse Eisenberg slant with Lex Luthor. It's like what what do, like they really went in a different direction. Like I I don't know if he could have done it. I really don't. <laughs> I and I'm kind of glad that we never we never got Let's it. See. Yeah, I mean. Nicholas Cage is a Fruit Loop anyway. Stick yeah, he kind of is. Sticks to national treasure. Um, all right, Absolutely. so let me give you the top five Supermen yes. of mm-hmm. all time, according to our buddy Ranker. Sure. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Sci-Fi Wire. Uh, Ranker oh, okay. didn't have anything major, but um, so he- uh, Henry <laughs> Henry Cavill, say his name. Henry Cavill. Cavill, number yep. five. Okay. Number four, Dean Cain. Okay. Number three, Brandon. Ralph, Ralph. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. You got Brandon Ralph. Yep. <laughs> number two, George Reeves. Okay. And number one, the great and powerful Tom Welling. No, Chris- <laughs> Christopher Reeve. <laughs> I mean, I think you're going to be very hard pressed to find anybody out there that's not going to put Christopher Reeve at the top of the list. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe younger people out there, but like again, like I said, you know, Diana. You know, she she's kind of the Henry Cavill age. You know, that was kind of her first big screen Superman. But you know, if you ask her, she's going to tell you Christopher Reeve, Superman seventy eight, Superman two. You know, like that's to her that is Superman. So, I mean, and I think that's why it's really hard to fill that role because I think he did such a legendary, iconic performance. You know, there you is go. This, is this like the easiest number one of top anything that's out there i I absolutely think so i mean you know you you again you might find a few people who would disagree with it um but i think you know 95 to 99 percent of the people you ask you know who's who's the best superman out there i think christopher reeve's name is is going to be on top of that list all right so we say christopher reeve i mean hands down no doubt he's definitely superman Mm -hmm. um as far as Lex Luthor, we're pretty down to it's Gene Hackman. It's it's Gene Hackman. I mean, he he just and, and I think too, you know, the two of them together was just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, because you know, Superman and Lex Luthor are just so associated with each other, and he, they both gave great performances, and they both gave great performances together. Where when we looked at the Batman and the Jokers, we can kind of say like, oh, wouldn't it have been interesting to see like a Heath Ledger paired up with, you know, a Michael Keaton or something like that. You're not splitting up Christopher Reeve and Gene Hackman. No, I mean, they're, no. They're, they're, they're tied together. I they're think, absolutely tied I think together. This, the Batman characters, Joker characters, there was some moving of parts you could do if you sure. really wanted to. Here you couldn't. And I think no. that goes the same with Lois Lane. I think Margot Kidder, God rest her soul, also, mm. probably very, very hard uh, shoes to fill. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I think out of all the people, and we didn't even talk about Amy Adams just because I don't, we don't think. We don't have she, to. <laughs> no, I mean, we really don't. I mean, yeah, you know, she's a cutie pie and she could sing, but she is not, she's not Lois Lane. No, not Lois Lane. Terry Hatcher came very, very close. I, I think she's like a close second, but, you know, 
Margot Kidder is Lois Lane. I mean, it's really when you look back at Superman 78 and Superman 2, I mean, there it is right there. That's that's the not even the gold standard. That's like the platinum standard right there, you know, and and, you know, try as you might. You're not going to dethrone those three right there. Yeah. You know, we didn't even talk about any of the best Otis's out there. (laughs) I didn't know there was. Or Miss Tessmacher, uh, you know. I, I will say I, I did enjoy watching uh, Supergirl when Cat um, Grant replaced uh, Kara, or she called her Kira. You know, she's like, "Where's my new assistant, Miss Tessmacher?" That was. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, that show does give some justice, and I will say the best theme song of any of the Supermen is obviously from the first movie as well. I mean, that thing is iconic. That's almost as iconic as the Star Wars theme, you know? So. I mean, yeah. I mean, even when you, you see other movie versions of it, you know, uh, you know, with Man of Steel, Dawn of Justice, you know, they put in notes from it. They put in, you, you know, it, it ties it in there because that is, you know, it, it's like you said, I mean, that that's John Williams score from 78 Super. I mean, that's, I mean, right there, everything. Yep. You got your Superman, you got your Lex Luthor, you got your Lois Lane, and you got your music. It's all we good need, luck. All we need <laughs> is a, a Justice League movie with Adam West, Christopher Reeve as Batman and Superman. <laughs> that would have been very interesting. That would have been very that interesting. That would have been very, very interesting. We can't find those combos anymore. Well, Jay, we talked so much about Superman and the other people. Um, yeah, <laughs> we did. <laughs> uh, you know, we have to we have to stop this show because we're talking too much. It's crazy. Oh, <laughs> we talk too much. So anyway, uh, we have a special. Uh, so, Jay, this is our, yes. our our one year anniversary type of time. Right. We've done like 55 shows with each other now. Wow, it's crazy, and I, we still like each it other. Uh, it has, yes. has been bumpy, but it definitely like each other still. To yep. to start off our quote-unquote air quotes that no one sees, second season. Yes. We're going to have a special interview, hopefully yes. hopefully Monday, uh, as long as everybody's calendar works out, with, <laughs> with um, Matt from Kirby Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, not only a great comic book guy, but also a special other something that we're going to talk about, which mm-hmm. we'll, we will reveal when we talk on the show. So look forward to that as our next show when we meet with Matt from Kirby Comics. I know Jay is excited about it. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. And, you know, I mean, he's uh, on Instagram. Uh, I think it's what Kirby Comics store on yep. Instagram. Yes. Yeah, definitely check it out because I know if I'm ever down in that area, I'm definitely going to check out his store because that is like that is like the comic book store that I grew up with, like the old school comic store right there. Oh, you know, we forgot to mention, Jay, that this is our first show that we've both been in the same town at the same time. <laughs> Absolutely. Not in the same room, but we're in the same town. <laughs> yeah, we can we can only go so close to each other, guys. Exactly. We, we can't do too much. This is close enough. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. So, make sure <laughs> make sure you get ready to talk to, to listen to that show. And as Jay said, make sure you're checking him out on Instagram. As long as some of our other, as well as some of our other people, we won't want to forget our great comic book store here in Milltown, Milltown, mm-hmm. Milltown Comics, which is Milltown Street Comics. Doc, uh, Main Street. Main, Main Street. Street Main Street. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm sorry, Main Street. I love you. Uh, and I know you love Jay and his daughter. So, Main yep. Street Comics in Milltown. Town, and make sure you're going to the Lag Bar in Anaheim, California, where uh, 
you can get all your gaming and your alcohol that you want. Uh, make out, make sure you check them out also on Instagram uh, at mm-hmm. the Lag Bar. So you got those three ple- three places to check out. That you have homework to do. I want to hear some responses. Um, and Jay's gonna tell you how to do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because you know, if you listen to us on Anchor, we got that call in feature. So you know. Call in, chime in. Who do you think is the best Superman? It's Christopher Reeve. Um, also, look for us on Instagram. Enter the Nerd Zone on Instagram. Uh, I will throw up some polls. Who do you think your? Who do you think the best Superman is? The best uh, Lex Luthor. The best can Lois we, Lane. Can yeah. we do something instead of putting the best Superman up? Because we already yeah. know it's Christopher Reeve. Can we put right, who is yeah. the best? Second best Superman. Second best Superman, yeah, because and if anybody if if I if I say who is the second best Superman and somebody puts Christopher Reeve on there, I'm reporting you to the government. That's I don't right. know. You, <laughs> That's a war crime. You'll make the list. Okay, you do that, you make the list. Okay, you make Jericho's list. That's right. Exactly. You just make a list. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So like make sure you're checking us out on Instagram mm-hmm. and the, and where you can find everything from brothersinarmchairs.com, uh, Brothers in Armchairs, uh, the nerd and me, the fat guys, all that fun stuff. Make sure everything. you're checking out com. It's going to get a little uh, facelift in the next few weeks, uh, but it's, all your content is going to be there still. Uh, make sure you're checking it out. And I know, Jay, you're doing a lot on stuff with Sabrina, mm-hmm. right? You just did a show on Sabrina. Did a show on Sabrina with uh, Jason, your buddy Jason. Uh, he's a Sabrina fan, and it's funny because he said, I think he said on the show, he's like, I don't know any Sabrina comics. He sent me a text today with a picture. He was looking through his uh, comic book collection. He's like, I was wrong. I have a Sabrina comic. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, so speaking of Jason, Jason and I are going to be doing a show together, uh, just mm-hmm. another podcast. It's going to be called. Um, cool. We're going to figure it out. Uh, you know, he's. He's got that busy schedule. It's the J name that has all these busy yeah, schedules. It's crazy. Yeah, we're running around. You and jobs and kids and stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, stop that. So, uh, sure. so make sure you're checking all this out on uh, brothersinarmchairs.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay, anything yes, else? Yes, sir. No, I think we we we've covered it all. We touched all the bases. We yep. wasted enough time. <laughs> <laughs> this is an important topic. <laughs> so, Superman. So make sure you're checking us out, like Jay said, and all those in those areas. We are on Facebook too. I know. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, we're on Facebook. That's, yep. where, that's where the old people are. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> uh, Jay, same bad time. Same bad channel. Look up in the sky. It's a pair of nerds. <laughs> And Christopher Reeve. <laughs> and Christopher Reeve. <laughs>